I'm currently in LA, and that is why we're doing a remote. Yeah, don't snooty me. Don't snooty me. A Rudy Toot. A Always globe trotting over here. <laughs> Very excitedly, have shaved down to just a mustache. It's so, so good. I thought, it's like, I thought something was different. I was just it's like, so yeah. I don't know what it Actually, is. Actually, let me get boo. <laughs> come, come look at this mustache. <laughs> now wait a second, a mustache. I thought that was like when it was like just like a stubble mustache. No, right? a mustache is anything you want it to be. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I'm just excited that, you know, it's been several years since I've grown past the crustache, but it's so nice to mm. like look at a mustache on my face and be like, yeah, that's a good mustache. <laughs> look I'm at that mustache. <laughs> I'm proud of it. You got to get your mustache oils, you know, mm -hmm. I that do. stepdad I... special. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, stepdad. I'm not, man, I'm not trying that's... to. This is no hate, whatever, but it feels like a very stepdad thing. Like, anytime you meet a stepdad, they get a mustache. Just saying. Yeah, or a goatee. Fair. Or a goatee. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the. Uh, what is it called? Where you have like your there whole is a beard name for is it. just the middle. Yeah, yeah. You it's, shave uh, the side. Boo would know. Shit. Yeah, I I just heard about it on Mabim Bam. They talked the, about the it. Van Dyke? Talking about it. Van Dyke. Yeah, that's what it's Van called. Dyke. That's what it's called. Yeah. The old I, I didn't know that till today. <laughs> well, that's why this particular recording will sound a little different because uh, we're all in our own home. Um, Isn't hey. it good? It's very nice. <laughs> I enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. And that's coming from somebody who has a really nice mustache. Oh, my God. He's got a godly mustache. It's, it's <laughs> luscious. Luscious. <laughs> yeah, so Coco's in L.A., uh, I am quarantining because I am about to go out of town uh, for once. Um, so, yeah, it's, the audio is going to be a little funk. That's OK. We're still well, going to have fun. Going to get down on that funk. Yeah, I'm recording on headphone microphone. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to keep my volume down because it seems to be just like recording at max gain no matter what I do. <laughs> um, but it does seem to be avoiding doing like the crackle. but it, I'm pretty sure if I laugh, it's just going to be horrific. There might be a little mic bumps every now and then. I'll try to cut those yeah. out. You know, you know, you know it, it happens. It'll be good. So how how is L.A.? How 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 is it? It's it's kind it's kind of cold. It's it's like cold and rainy. Uh, it's been raining a lot out here. I've seen some sun a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, there's still like snow on the mountains off in the distance, which is wild. Like. Um, a friend of mine was telling me all about how like this winter the mountains were like completely covered in snow and the hollywood sign got snow on it and like that hasn't happened in a very long time so mm. it's pretty wild climate um, change yeah I, my my hope is that somehow this will trigger or or, or reduce the fires out here this season mm. that's um, true Pretty much everyone I say that to is like, probably not. I mean, yeah, I'm sure uh, people, especially people that live in L.A. are probably like, no, because like we have some friends that live in, I guess they live in L.A. I forget which part. Um, but yeah, fires are frequent. Well, yeah, they're way alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They are uh, not good. Not good times. 
Also, climate change. Not to be like David Attenborough or whatever. At the end yeah. of every single documentary he does. Yeah. He's probably so sick of saying shit about oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty much every activist ever when people are like, God, why can't you just shut up? And they're like, I want to. I want would to be- not talk about this anymore. It would yeah. be so cool if I could just stop having to bring this up. And stop having to like constantly fight for this. It would be a beautiful day if I could just wake up and go get a croissant and not think about <laughs> everything going wrong in the world. Like, um, yeah, uh, I'm feeling that lately. Um, but let's keep it light. Sarah yeah. and I watched a really ridiculous um, nature documentary last night. I think it's called Spy in the Wild. Have you all heard of this? Mm. Yeah, this sounds familiar. I think I've passed over it, like looking through some streaming thing. So basically, it's a gimmick. Let's just put that out there first. It's a gimmick, but it is a PBS um, funded nature documentary. But like all of the the, they're like these hidden cameras, but they're dressed up as animatronic animals to fit in with the environment. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a a baby penguin who's like a little robot. And it's just oh like most of the time they are not convincing whatsoever. It's just like yeah. how how are these animals just like yeah it's fine whatever whatever close enough yeah it it is so <laughs> so bad and there's also one part there's a like inflatable elephant seal one that like kind of like the way that it pops up. It's kind of in an aggressive stance based on what little I know about elephant seals. And at one point, an elephant seal attacks it and like bites it. And because it had to have water to balance it, it just starts spewing water and goes (laughs) just like sinks and like deflates like a balloon and just like on the ground. That's that's really nice. It's it's worth the watch. It you do have to pay for it, which you know support PBS. It's fine. But oh like, yeah, we we definitely got it. It's uh, good yeah. for a laugh, you know. And there's also we, uh, I, hmm? oh we we watched we watched Money Shot last night. Oh, Ooh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Speaking of keeping it light, <laughs> what do you think? Um. So yeah, we watched uh, we watched Money Shot last night. Had Ooh. a had a friend over. Mm-hmm. And um, didn't know if maybe it was going to turn into a spicy sort of uh, night. And uh, <laughs> it did not. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah. You I know, I guess I kind of forgot about like the whole like the other half of that. <laughs> what that was supposed yeah. to be about. So like I was like, oh, yeah, it's about porn. Ooh, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, and then and then, yeah, it was talking about, you know child Other sex things. trafficking and it's like yeah. oh wow that's yeah that'll really dry yeah. you up won't it yeah it doesn't yeah. really lead to good cuddle times yeah. no you know like i've been i mean my spouse and i both have been pretty exhausted by all the anti-trans stuff that when i was like yeah. maybe we should watch money shot and they were just like no <laughs> is it gonna make me sad i'm like mm, probably I, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I, it's kind of a mixed bag because I, I feel sure. like it's there's definitely so many, there's definitely very fun parts in it. Yeah. And it's because it is, you know, talking about a very real 
and terrible subject. Um, but I, you know what? I could actually give you a little rundown of some positive things that have happened recently that have been really cool. Um, so Mind Geek is kind of <laughs> the focus of the documentary. Yeah. They are the people who own and run um, Pornhub and lots and lots of other things. Um, they have been completely bought out. They are no longer Mind Geek. Um, they were bought out by a group called um, uh, Ethical. Oh shit! <laughs> it's like ECP, Ethical something. Um, so you know, initially we heard about it, and it's this like private equity firm. So we were all like, "Oh, yeah. what's going on here?" Um, but immediately after they did the acquisition, the first thing they did was they sent to Xbiz, who they're kind of like the the main. I mean, really, the the journalism of of the porn industry. Um, they sent a heads up that this is happening and immediately told them and they wrote an article about it. And then right after the article came out, they every single member of this uh, group that bought out, put out statements about how they're going to fight the the constant like lack of transparency that MindGeek had kind of set up. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be extremely transparent. It was extremely sex worker positive. Um, and they immediately have been hiring people from the industry or around the industry, either previous sex workers or, you know, people are outspoken to their team as ad, um, advisors. So, I mean, we're all kind of holding our breath a little bit because we don't know where that's going to go. But generally speaking, that's actually a pretty cool and thing. And, and the, the enormous amount of positive response to the documentary has been just surprising and, and nice to see even the groups who it's about that I don't necessarily agree with, um, kind of came out with positive responses to it. Like there's a recognition that even though they may not agree with everything the documentary says, which is it focusing on no longer conflating sex work with sex trafficking, that, and, and that that's really important. Um, that message of, but yeah, everybody knows sex trafficking is bad <laughs> and everybody knows like sexual exploitation and things like that are, are bad. Like we don't have to have that debate anymore. <laughs> It's kind of like awareness <laughs> programs, you know, like the the whole idea where they like do these like truth does these big awareness programs about how cigarettes are bad for you or um, uh, what's the com the company that does all the breast cancer awareness um, that like yeah. came up with the ribbons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't actually do anything. They don't offer any service. They're just no. building awareness. And it's like no one needed to be told these things like i've never thought you know what breast cancer seems fine like of course it's bad i don't need you to tell me that like raise money do something don't just put your name on stuff and and push this was it susan yeah. b yeah it's something mm. you're on the right track yeah yeah not susan b anthony no <laughs> no uh different one yeah uh, nice but so there has been some positive stuff mixed in with I've been following a lot of the laws that are being passed and the bad side. And that's been rough. But 
let's do our best to have a good time with each other and have a fun show and just <laughs> you know gonna, keeping it light we're gonna keep it light and keep push <laughs> we're gonna keep pushing that a good way to fight this stuff is keep making good happy fun content that reminds people that queer folk are out there just existing and having a good time yeah and and yeah, at the this exact moment, that's about all we can do besides calling representatives and and trying very hard to get people to listen to us. But let's do it. All right, let's let's do this thing. Let's roll in. All right. Hello, welcome to Love at First Sighting: Sex Positive, Kink Friendly, and Thirsty Conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and imaginations. My name's Joyce. My pronouns are she, they. I am your resident cryptid researcher, bringing the Monster Book Report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, I'm Jim. I'm they, them, and I'm here to read some monster porn for us today. I love that for you. I love that for all of us. Um, also joining me is Coco. Hey, I'm a horny little nerd. And you know what? I came here to learn and stay horny. Radical. I'm going to do my best to... Um, get you the horny we'll see um we have kind of a controversial boy today yeah um (laughs) which is funny because it's almost counter to what we just said but we're still gonna have fun we're keeping it light fight the system yeah in saying this um the porno is not about this boy but this boy is interesting despite all his um problematic behavior so Mm -hmm. without further ado uh, we are going to be talking about Springhilled Jack, or Spring Jack, or the Rossian Bear. Um, oh my gosh, con- that's so many huh? different names. The, the the number of names is. <laughs> He's got a lot. He's got a I lot didn't of names. It to end with bear. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I had to look that up. Um, because like I, I mean. Uh, full disclosure, I didn't look up what Rossian means. It it, br- it gets brought up in philosophy a lot. Um, I'm going to imagine it's probably from some kind of region or house school of thought or something. But yeah, <laughs> I didn't look it up. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Anyway, so content warning time. Uh, mentions of mugging, assault, sexual assault, violence, murder, drowning death, the stigmatization and gaslighting of sexual assault victims. If any of that upsets you, oh which it God. probably should, you might want to skip this one. Uh, you know, we want you to take care of yourself and we love you. If you think why you did, can. Why didn't you guys stop me at the beginning? <laughs> you know, you were just you were you look like you were just like on your like very um, you were on yeah. a soapbox and I loved it. And I was like, yeah. I'm just going to let him go. All right. So with all those content warnings out of the way and Coco's very lovely speech. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let, let's get started. So uh, today's creature comes to us from 19th century London. Some say the, um, that this is the original urban legend, uh, sometimes referred to as a ghost, sometimes a demon, or sometimes just a monster. The entity is often described looking somewhat like a man. One report describes him as a man, tall, thin, gentlemanly in appearance, wearing a cloak. Uh, Jack has a devilish look. Red glowing eyes, metallic claws, and can jump incredibly high. Also has the ability to breathe blue fire. Um, sometimes Jack is seen wearing a bear skin, hence the Rossian bear moniker. Um, he is also described as either wearing a top hat or some sort of helmet. 
this sounds like a, a little kid like when two kids are playing and they're like, my superhero power is <laughs> I just start listing off. I breathe I fire. Bre- oh, I breathe fire, I by claws. the way. <laughs> I'm yeah, a bear. No, wait, no, no. I'm a really tall and I'm, I wear a suit. Um, I look really fancy. I look really fancy, but also I'm a bear. But no, I mean, like I wear a bear. I wear a bear skin. <laughs> You're not far off. Um, he is something he's he's a wild character um but yeah let's let's get back into it one person who encountered this creature mentioned that his hands felt cold and clammy like a corpse some witnesses claimed to hear a high-pitched ringing laughter in his presence jack's main mo is either jumping in front of carriages making the crash or attacking women walking alone at night Ugh. Um, the seed of the spring Jack story started in 1826 when the Northampton Mercury reported on a masked man with spring boots who was spotted jumping over a 10-foot-tall wall with ease. With ease. Hmm. Um, in 1837, reports began coming in from women saying that they had been attacked by a man-like creature who accosted them in the streets or ringed their doorbell late at night and ripped their clothes with his claws once they answered the door. Many of the people making the reports on this being were working class women. And unfortunately, the authorities kind of brushed it off um, Mm. as they do. In January 1838, though, the Lord Mayor of the City of London read an anonymous letter to a crowd outside his house warning of a supernatural attacker. And though the mayor's tone was one of mockery while reading this letter, this was the point when stories of Spring Hill Jack started to be taken seriously. The West Kent Guardian has been credited with giving the entity their moniker, Spring Hill Jack. Spring Jack was starting to show up everywhere in the press, in stories, rumors, direct interactions, and sightings. Um, February 1838, an 18-year-old woman, Jane Alsop, heard a ringing at her gate and greeted a man who claimed to be a police officer. I mean, that's your first mistake. The supposed <laughs> mm-hmm. officer announced that they had been... <laughs> The supposed officer announced that they had captured Springhill Jack and asked for a candle. Once she brought him a candle, he threw off his cloak and the light from it illuminated his face, which was quite frightful. Then he started to blow blue fire from his mouth. His eyes glowed red, and then he grabbed the woman and started tearing at her clothes, her arm and hair. He attempted to drag her down the street till her screams were heard by her sister. Luckily, her sister managed to pull her away from the entity and they ran back inside. They had to threaten to call the police to make the entity stop knocking at their door. In 1845, it was said that one woman was attacked by Jack in daylight, which was um, kind of rare. Uh, according to the reports, Jack blew blue and white fire in her face and threw her over the bridge into a sewer where she drowned, unfortunately. Sightings pretty much died down not too long after this, though there are reports as late as the 1920s. As far as the identity of Jack, one report quoted a servant mentioned an encounter with Springhill Jack and noticed a family crest with the letter W embroidered on his cloak. Some sources cite the Marquis of Waterford as a potential suspect. The Marquis, Henry Bresford, was known to cause mischief and be an avid drinker. Also worth noting, about the same time Springhill Jack appeared in the press, uh, Bresford was receiving some not-so-positive attention from the newspapers. Basically, he was a fucking Chad. Yeah. He was a little rich boy. Um, <laughs> rich boy. He was, yeah, he was kind of a dick. 
Um, yeah. Many folks were arrested in relation to Spring Hill Jack encounters, or more accurately and more often, for imitating the entity and scaring women and children. Many theorize that maybe instead of one perpetrator, there were many copycats. As far as the whole breathing fire bit, there are those in the non-believer camp saying there are techniques for producing such an effect even in that time period. Something about mis- mixing acids and sulfur. And there's a sponge involved with wine. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Something. It was complicated chemistry. I'm not good at chemistry. You know, another theory is obviously mass hysteria. You know, all these stories spreading and like all that. Another kind of prominent theory. It's not so happy, but many historians theorize that since being a victim of sexual assault was stigmatized and the news and media at the time uh, never directly wrote of such things. That maybe victims made up this story about this entity to get it in the news, to get it in the news and get their story heard and taken seriously. Yeah, there there was obviously like a lot of things. There's a lot of like sex workers and things involved, and they were often ones getting attacked as well as like working class women. So rich people in the news and stuff didn't really um, care. Yeah. 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 Some things never change. Fun note, though, uh, there was a play about Spring Hill Jack as well as a 1863 Penny Dreadful where Jack was actually cast as a hero avenging women. It went on to become a whole series. Uh, He kind of became like a superhero for, you know, for anyone facing injustice, kind of like a Robin Hood or like a Batman kind of like thing. Um, But yeah, a much better version of Jack and less toxic. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, glow up. Yeah, like a complete 180. Yeah, like it's this entity like pops up everywhere, like in pop culture. And like there's tons of like books and comics about him. And like a friend actually tipped me off to this creature because they were like, they there's an ambient music album based on Spring Hill Jack. And I was just like, seems confusing, but sure. okay, I'll check it out. So I was just like, likely. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> what, what, what is Spring Hill Jack? So like, it kind of sent me down this journey, but yeah, like man, ghost, demon, monster, like it's, it's hard to tell like what, just some guy, you know, it's hard to tell like what he is based on like these stories. Cause there's like reports of red eyes and the fire breathing shit and be able to jump real high. I mean, it almost sounds mechanical. A little bit. With like yeah, the metallic claws. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I really like the idea of um, that women were needing these things to be talked about and brought Mm -hmm. up and and no one was listening. So because that kind of goes back to the little kids playing um, superheroes and just like consistently adding more and more ridiculous things to it. I don't know, like that, that tracks to me as a very, like, very plausible thing. But that there's also, you know, those old cities were full of carbon monoxide. <laughs> could have been, could have been some wild shit going on. I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, and there's even some people that, um, if you look at some of the old illustrations of him and the Penny Dreadfuls, there's some people that even are like, maybe he inspired Batman just because of his wild appearance. Like, yeah. He has like a cape and like the weird helmet thing. And, you know, he's more of a vigilante kind of vibe. Um, he's the Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. 
you know, I like because if we go with the theory that women were making this up to be heard, like I like that his trajectory, it seems natural that he would become this comic book superhero, essentially. Yeah. Um, I like that part of Jack more. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Like otherwise I'm like, but, you know, it, it is interesting. And I guess like I wanted to talk about it because it's like, quote unquote, the first urban legend. Um, I'm sure that's not completely accurate, but that's how a lot of sources kind of um, promote it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that that's, that's Spring Hill Jack. Um, a fraught character, but interesting, I guess, you know, if Interest, you get past some interesting, of the Yeah. Interesting. Nonetheless. Yeah. That story arc of going from heinous evil creature to protector is yeah. very, very interesting. Someone's I mean, trying I, to... I feel like it, it does sort of like, if like the sex workers and the women that were being attacked were like, hey, let's say it was this monster. So people actually like listen to us. It does sort of like make more sense for it to then be like, oh, it's a protector because it was this thing that was created yeah. to like bring, you know, awareness to an issue. And push people for some form of protection for these people. Yeah. 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 Like. Yeah, I, I do like that. That's that's my head cannon for <laughs> Spring Hill Jack. That's how it went. That's what I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, Spring Hill Jack doesn't fuck because we already talked about why he probably shouldn't be glorified. But no. yeah, yeah. But do we do we have a saucy tale where someone do a fuck? Uh. Well, yeah. Oh, you know, demons. Demons <laughs> do demons, a fuck. Demons fuck. They're demons horny. Fuck. Mm -hmm. So horny mm -hmm. with their mm -hmm. horns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. This story is on Archive of Our Own. It is by Lil Fanta Pants. It's spelled L-I-L-F-A-N-T-A-P-A-N-T-S. Don't uh, you wanna, wanna, Lil Fanta? <laughs> <laughs> it's part of a series that they've written. Uh, it's called The Seven Sinful Brothers. And this is about the first brother, like, you know, the first one in the story anyway, Leviathan. This is chapter two, because it's a little, it, it's more into the, the pounding uh, <laughs> part, part of the story. Right straight to pound town. Just like we're going right to pound town here. Um, no need to beat around the bush. We're going to pound town. Yeah, we're going to pound town. And so the title is Ruri Chan is his bay. And it's chapter two, no turning back. Okay. Um, for, so... They call it looks like Levi, but it's like a shortened version of Leviathan. So how do you think it would be pronounced like Levi or would it be Levi? Levy? I kind of like Levi. Levi. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't. They may have been just going for Levi to make it like modernized, but I like Levi. It's kind of pretty, it's, isn't it? It's kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. Okay. All right, so I will have you, Coco, do the voice of Levi. Um, I don't have it highlighted or anything because I'm. If you want to just give me person. like a, a little finger gun, finger guns, yeah, that'll let me know. Pew, 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 pew. All right. Widened amber eyes regarded my heaving body. The growing knot in my stomach twisted deeper as his gaze searched carefully over me, and I felt my cheeks flush hot. It had been a long time since I had felt the eyes of a lover upon me, let alone one who would be a demon. Like me, Levi was quiet. 
but I could tell that his mind was roaring with a thousand racing thoughts. The soft humming and bubbling of Henry 2.0's filter, the mechanical whirring of his water-cooled PC, the second-hand ticking on his limited-edition TSL Lord of Shadows clock, signed by Christopher Pugot himself. Oh my god, He's, a lot of product placement in this story. <laughs> that was like a Here's deep my, cut nerd I'm fantasy. drinking my Coca-Cola. Refreshing. I'm in the I guess maybe I should like do a little caveat here. Um, this is based, the story is like a fanfic based off of a phone game, like a romance phone game mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. are sent to hell to go to hell college. I don't know if it's actually called that, but it's like <laughs> a college um, where all the Satan's Satan's sons, the main demons, I guess there's seven mm-hmm. of them live. Um, and so this is about like one of the sons, but I think the story goes through all of them. Um, but this particular son is the uh, demon of envy. And he, uh, he goes to hell community college. <laughs> hell you. Um, but he is an otaku. So like, he's like super into like, there's this Ruri Chan, like, Oh my god. Idol, okay, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like so he has like his PC and his like his I think Henry's a fish, I guess. It's a tank, so I'm assuming. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Okay. Just as like, you know, backstory to like why all of this <laughs> like there's a lot of like, you know, stuff that like would would make any sense if you didn't know like the backstory. All right. These ordinarily quiet sounds that once provided a comforting level of white noise had turned deafening, and the rushing beat of blood pumping through my veins rang like a chorus through my ears. We were both still, me laying back, stripped amongst the pillows, and he knelt in his full demonic glory between my feet. His thick tail thumped and flicked at the mattress in a manner that was both playful and eager in equal measure. Both him and I knew what we were supposed to do next. However, neither one of us were taking any leads with this. Um, maybe you could touch yourself? I croaked suddenly, aware of a lump forming thick in my throat. Leviathan's nose wrinkled. His face appeared almost pained. I had already regretted my poor choice in words. Why? No. <laughs> I don't like that voice. Why? Why? Um... He's an otaku. He's a little nerd and he's shy boy. Oh, you nerd. Okay. You little what? weeb. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking call me a weeb? All right. <laughs> you got to get in character. Yeah. Right. Helping. Yeah, help. Just degrade me. No. Um, <laughs> why would you want me to do that? Blazing orange eyes vanished behind the mop of violet hair as he hung his head bashfully. I'm not some lewd exhibitionist of a demon like Osmo. The corner of his mouth contorted in disgust as he struggled on the word lewd, and he almost choked on his younger brother's name. My heart dropped. I lifted myself away from the bed to be closer to him, but his face turned away from me. I know. I'm sorry. My apology was sincere, but the abashed demon between my ankles still would not look to me. His hand reached up in effort to conceal his face. I I haven't done this sort of thing in quite some time. The words fell from my lips in a low mumble as my hand stretched out to touch his, 
my fingers gently weaving between turquoise-tipped extremities. Levi stiffened, but slowly began to turn toward me. His posture relaxed. A pair of golden eyes peered at me through amethyst curtains. In all my life, I had never truly imagined that demons could exist, and even if for a moment I could have considered it, they would never have been sheepish. But Leviathan, avatar of envy, grand admiral of Hell's Navy, student council member, and frankly, one of the most... <laughs> President of the chess club. <laughs> And frankly, one of the most dangerous demons in the devildom was truly the exact opposite of how I expected a demon to behave. Neither have I. He uttered under his breath, his glittering gaze hopefully searching my face for any form of reaction. If he had expected a verbal response from me, he would have been disappointed, for I had no words to offer. Instead, my intertwined fingers drew his hand to rest at my lower back, I leaned forward until my head came to rest on his shoulder. The demon sighed and pulled me closer to him, holding me in a safe embrace, whilst the heavy tail constricted around the two of us. His wild and ragged heartbeat thrummed against my chest. I looked up at him hopefully through lidded eyes, and I heard his breath hitch. He trembled ever so slightly as he leaned down to kiss me again, and his hands ran up the small of my back to caress my neck and my hair. I... I've wanted this for so long. His words echoed through me. I whimpered quietly as he placed kisses along my jaw to my ear, and when his fangs nibbled slightly at my lobe, a light moan escaped me. My hand wandered down his torso to linger over the hardening bulge in his tight trousers. Levi squirmed beneath me as I began to palm at his firmness. May I? It was a large... <laughs> Notice me, senpai. <laughs> Hi, Poppy. <laughs> oh, Demon Daddy. <laughs> Demon Daddy. <laughs> it was oh. a large and monstrous thing indeed, so perhaps I should have been scared of it, but in truth I didn't fear it at all. I held it in a tight grip and slowly pumped up and down his length, bringing Levi to pant and whine my name hungrily, pleading for more of my touch. The purplish tip throbbed while a pearl of precum dribbled down his shaft, drawing another moan from his lips. He buried his head into my shoulder as I continued to toy with him, gasping moans muffled into the kisses and nips he planted on my neck, and his tail reached around to caress at my hardening nipples. <laughs> What's the nipples like that? <laughs> you, nipples. You, I like that your eyebrows went up too. You're like hardening nipples with little wiggly eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, it's not an erotica unless uh, you talk about hardening nipples. I know That's the true. nipples have to be talked about. I know. Where was I? I don't know. Okay. Hardening nipples. <laughs> His tail reached around to caress at my hardening nipples. My panties felt cold and damp against my pussy. Oh, Levi. His cock twitched eagerly in my palm. His eyes were blazing with passion as he laid me down on my back, and the spark in those tangerine eyes thrilled me to my very core, my pent-up tension curling in my stomach. My bum was lifted upwards, and my panties were slipped away and discarded to the floor. <laughs> no, bum get you. Yeah, it's just, I wasn't expecting it. There's, there's no criticism. It's just a funny... My bum. bum. My bum. My bum. 
Touch my bum. <laughs> Spank my bum, daddy. Okay. God damn it. In a flash, his tail whipped around my leg, holding my lower body hoisted skywards, and he plunged his ravenous tongue between my thighs, thus inciting me to squeal vehemently from sheer surprise. Aqua fingernails dug into my soft thighs as he held my pussy to his mouth. I glanced up to see Levi glaring down at me, clearly unimpressed by my loud outburst. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I like I lost it for this. (laughs) You're lost in the south. Just like, uh, maybe I'll do a, because the audio media makes it hard. I'll just hush. Mm, Yeah. He breathed against my inner thigh, encouraging me to refrain from disturbing the other residents of the House of Lamentation. Neither one of us wished to be interrupted by one of his brothers right now. He would never share. I belong to him and only him now. Leviathan licked and laved at my hood, enticing my hidden numbed... <laughs> enticing my hit... Um, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> You always get real thirsty right around the nub part. I know. <laughs> it's like as soon as you get to a nub, you're just like, feeling peckish. Make me choke on my crystal light. It had the same exact energy of that old um, vine that was like, you almost made me drop my croissant. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It was beautiful. Do y'all remember the thing about the insulin and the big red? What? What? No. Oh, my God. It's a weird old video. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) You just put do you just put insulin in your big red to like. There's a video I watched. I don't know if it was a local thing or a more like internet thing, but there's a video of someone accusing someone else of putting insulin in their big red. And it's just the way it's said. You put insulin in my big red. (laughs) Like (laughs) Same energy. I get it. Same energy. Right here in front of my salad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I lost myself. Where's that nub? Leviathan licked and laved at my hood, enticing my hidden nub to harden under his forked tongue. Whimpering and gasping, my legs locked around his head, my back arching in ecstasy, knuckles wide as they gripped his coralline horns. At first, he growled at the sudden intrusion, but then his grip upon me adjusted. He moved his skilled fingers to tease at my opening, exploring and groping at my growing wetness. Please, please don't stop. My whining was desperate, my body trembling, dripping sweat, breaths ragged, and my walls pulsing. Eventually, I was lowered back down on the bed. Neither of us could resist any longer. His plum-hued tip pressed against my entrance eagerly. He studied my visage cautiously as he pushed himself inside. And once he was seated deep within me, I began to grind against him, enticing him to buck and tremble, whimpering hungrily. Levi did try to go gentle. I know he did. But he couldn't suppress the overwhelming desires that raged within him. And within moments, he was fucking me into oblivion. It was fast. (laughs) 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 You can't help yourself. (laughs) It was fast, desperate, rough, 
His face painted a perfect image of lewd, ravenous desire. Turquoise claws gripped at my waist as his head knocked back, mouth agape, whining, crying, and drooling as he spilled his load inside me. The dripping cock retreated from me with a wet plop, and Levi slipped his fingers deep inside me, curling upwards to hit at my G-spot with varying levels of pressure. I cried out for him over and over until his scaled tail snaked into my mouth to quieten me. Fucking hell, Levi. <laughs> I had I had dreamed of being with you, but never had thought of this. His mouth descended upon me, sucking at my clit, the pace of his fingers quickening inside my beating pussy. His ecstatic moans were muffled, my back contorted, and my heart threatened to beat out of my chest. I'm sure for a moment my soul left my body as my orgasm ripped through me like a raging tsunami. Wave after wave came crashing through me. Tears rolled down my cheeks. My legs kicked and flailed. His tail fell away from my mouth, and he scooped me up in his arms to hold me close to him. That was... You were... My brain and my mouth couldn't compute. Leviathan blushed and leaned down to kiss my lips tenderly, softly. Levi woke me when he scooped me up into his arms, carrying me like I were his bride to the bathroom. His cheeks flushed when I spotted the romantic bath that he had prepared. Blue flower petals drifted among candles in bubble-shaped cups that floated atop the surface. He carried me in with him, and I lay in his lap whilst he cleaned me gently and tenderly with a sponge, peppering the odd kiss here and there on my nape, my ear, my shoulder. My eyelids fluttered closed once again while I rested in his arms, contented, blissful. Levi, where have you been my whole life? The end. <laughs> the end. Hi. Oh, my uh, gosh. It was pretty sexy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Also, like, I, I prepped a bath for you. What the hell? sweet. I thought it's, maybe he was like, time to pee. <laughs> yeah. But, but Gotta go to the bathroom, go pee. <laughs> that's good aftercare. That's, that's yeah. good. I'm I'm find it funny, and again, this isn't a criticism, but I find it funny <laughs> that they use the word bum, but then they're like talking about like pussy and you know, I'm just like, I don't know. It it the tone is funny. But I guess like at that point stuff had it was just getting started. Yeah. And then it got like just flipped the switch and it's like, okay, we're gonna talk about clits and pussies and just this throbbing <laughs> yeah. wiener and like throbbing some hentai hubs. tail action. <laughs> I, I have to admit, like, when you're talking about butts, like, ass is really the only word you got. Like, because yeah. butt doesn't really hold no. up. Butt you or bum. And I've cheeks seen, gets confusing. There was there was one that I one that I read before I picked this one that um, they talked about someone's uh, butt as a, their glowing orbs. <laughs> No, globes. That's what it was. Not yeah, orbs. Globes. Orbs with eyes. Orbs with eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're glowing orbs as was their butt cheeks, and I was like, huh. Yeah, I. Mm, I Paint mean, me a word picture. <laughs> <laughs> my globe. Uh, my globes. I'm, I'm gonna paint them orbs. No, not orbs. The other one. Globes. They're globes. Globes. <laughs> oh my god! Like. <laughs> I don't know. When you say globe, though, I just think of like, you know, the the old school, like, you know, globe that they would have in classrooms and you spin it you around. Spin it. Yeah, Someone it doesn't spin my particularly globes. get me like ready to spunk. I'm not going to spunk all over my 
my middle school globe. You don't want to spunk on some spinning globes? Yeah, that's pretty kinky. I mean, to be fair, it sounds fun in like the reality of like what it would do. Like now I just want to I want to do an experiment. What's I the actually hypo- have a globe. Yeah. OK, well, well, what's the hypothesis of what would happen as spunk hit a spinning globe? Depends on how fast it's spinning. Yeah. yeah, depends on how fast it's spinning. Depends on how liquidy the cum is. Because yeah. if it's like gooey, it probably will just stick. But if it's yeah. liquidy, it might spin off. Like you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it can't. You can't spin it that fast. There, you know, because like, it, it practically speaking, you're only spinning it with your hand. You know, one yeah. hand spinning it, the other hand's jerking it. Well, you know, Ooh, so that's like patting your head you gotta, and rubbing your tongue. <laughs> you gotta have one person who's like your your support. Yeah. spinning the globe for you yeah. and then okay. you just spin it the moment that you go mm. of course there's the trick is if they're spinning it towards themselves it also means they're they're down spray they're they're in the line <laughs> of fire so they, yeah, they, they need have a to poncho. be but to be fair if they're watching you masturbate onto a globe they're probably cool with the down spray yeah it could be like oh, those old nickelodeon game shows where they wear the ponchos and the goggles they put them on <laughs> Like, I'm in the splash zone. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> I'm going to get gacked. Oh, my God. Get your fucking goop on me or uh, slime or whatever. It's like all those those like YouTube videos of people doing weird shit, but in slow-mo. I should do that, but with cum and on Pornhub. Yes. <laughs> Just exclusively available on Pornhub. I like this. Okay, I guess should we should try to close it out then. Oh, wait, Smash or Pass? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Smash or Pass? Uh, um, I mean, Smash. Smash, Smash, Smash. (laughs) Joy. I mean, I'm not going to do the thing I usually do, so I'm just going to say sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, you know, every time I every time I question, like, how big's the wiener? Like, oh, it was monstrous. It said it was. I know. So maybe I'll have to pass. I don't know. He seems nice. Yeah, all the care that comes around it, I feel like, is pretty good. Seemed yeah. a little hesitant, which is fine. Yeah, for sure. I get I it. Like. Um, but yeah, it seems he seems nice. The wiener could be smaller for my taste. Uh, one of my favorite terms that my I've globe. heard someone use is um, boyfriend dick. And it's <laughs> a dick that's big enough to make it count, but small enough to slip it in during a lunch break. <laughs> 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 one of my friends said that to me and i was like this is the greatest thing i've ever heard someone say out loud no it's, it's pretty nice good. it's good that's yeah. pretty good yeah like yeah uh, smash 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 monstrous purple dick sure okay yeah okay you want that I, you want that tail in your mouth yeah it's <laughs> also for me like anytime there's a uh <laughs> there's like a need to be quiet during sex where you're like trying to keep each other quiet. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 I see. We struck a nerve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. You horny over there. I am now. <laughs> but, I mean, I was before. Like I said, I came here horny. I leave here horny. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. like some kind of horny Hotel California situation. Oh, okay. Yep. Should we should we do the thing while we yeah, still let's have wrap the time? Yeah. All right. Hey, special thanks as always for listening. Uh we really appreciate it. We hope you had a good old time with us and uh you know, we had a good time too. So, where can you find us? 
Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we have a link tree, and it's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash laughspod, and that's l-a-f-s-p-o-d. You can find all our social media stuff. You can find our Patreon. We have four glorious tiers. Um, there's a general support. There's the literature club. You get notes and stories that we write. There's a content club. You get special episodes and all the other stuff. And then the booty pick of the month club. Get booty picks. It's pretty self-explanatory. Get at it. Um, My butt's pretty good. It's a good butt. And the globe. Honestly, do you want globe? Probably. <laughs> you want some spinning globes? Yeah, you want to get see to these our globes? Patreon. <laughs> we'll oil these globes up for you. Mm. All, all the oil. That squeaky globe needs that WD forty. Go get that shine. Um. Also, our website is on there. Um, the most important part is the cryptid Cupid submission form. Uh, if you're an author or you know where you can find some work and you want to send it our way, that would be much appreciated. We always appreciate it. Social media. We're on Twitter a lot. Uh, Instagram some. We got other ones. We got YouTube and Reddit. and We're not on those very much. <laughs> no. Just going to be honest. Sorry. Um, yeah. I am I am on the Twitter a lot, um, probably for not the reasons I should be, but you know what? <laughs> There's a lot going on. I need to keep up with it. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's just. I'm going to add that we need to support our trans family. <laughs> Everybody, support your trans family. Get out there. Like, try to do anything you can to make it a better world as best you can. You don't have to fight a politician. You can just not yet. Yeah, you can just make safe places and great content and, and try to make the world better. One one day at a time, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we keep, we keep fighting. Stay informed. Um, write your That's reps. Big. Talk to yeah. your family like because family's big, you know, especially before next year. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, help us out, you know. It would be personally really awesome, especially because lots of kids are going to get hurt, not just adults. So just yeah, keep that in mind. Um, that is all the things I think. Those are all the things. Yeah, you know, have a good good weekend or whatever. Yeah, we we really seize on Fridays. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Um, Go get horny. Yeah. Go do something. Have fun. a great night. Do something yeah. horny for the weekend. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go pull up a really sexy photo of a demon spirit boy and jerk to you can't do it anymore (laughs) (laughs) this is the worst i just ran out of steam like halfway through all right let's let's close this puppy out yeah Yeah. watch them shadows sweeties stay horny babes you almost made me spill my (laughs) 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 my crystal light (laughs) oh fuck